even if you broke my food chain, I would go out of my way to attack you. If I were a lion, you were a tiger, I would swim out in the middle of the ocean and freaking eat you. It's gonna be the best fucking tuna you have ever fucking had. Yard bird tuna. All right, and we're back. Episode three. Uh, this evening, I'm going to try and just keep it real short. It's going to be half an hour. Uh, I'm here by myself. I got notes and shit written all over the place. Uh, I think I was going to start off by talking about my first car that I ever purchased on my own. Uh, you know, I was a, a young fucking stupid soldier. <laughs> Uh, I was stationed, uh, I wasn't even stationed, I was at uh, AIT down in um, fucking uh, Fort Lee, and I remember a buddy of mine said to me, dude, this fucking dealership over in Virginia Beach will pay for your taxi ride, and it's like a fucking hour and a half, or or like an hour drive, so uh, the dealership will pay for your taxi ride over there, saving you a hundred bucks, you know? And uh, you can go down there and fucking buy yourself a little piece of shit car. And then soon enough, you'll have some fucking wheels, my man. So, uh, dude, at this point in my life, I knew fucking zero about how money works and how debt works, uh, any of that stuff. So uh, my retarded ass thought it seemed like a great fucking idea. I jump in this taxi. I drive all the way to fucking Virginia Beach on a Saturday or something. And uh, I get down there. Uh, f- two funny stories about this whole thing. First of all, <laughs> I've spent my whole life riding dirt bikes. And that was the extent of me understanding how a- an automobile shifts. So... The first car that I test drove was this little fucking 95 Toyota Tercel. I remember it was teal. And uh, the fucking guy was like, uh, all right, man, you okay? And he just fucking hands me the keys, and I jump in it and notice that it's stick shift. And I'm like, uh, all right, well, how fucking hard can this be, you know? I mean, I've, I've you know, used a, a clutch and, and had to shift my dirt bikes on my own. So, you know, no big deal, right? The difference is for anybody out there, is that on a dirt bike, you use the clutch for starting and stopping. That's it. In a car, you use the clutch between each gear to make it shift smoothly. And at that point in my life, I didn't know shit. So I literally learned how to drive stick shift, test driving this fucking guy's used piece of shit Toyota Tercel down some fucking road in Virginia and I uh, brought it back because I was scared to death and I, I fucking probably smoked the clutch out of that motherfucker. <laughs> so then, um, you know, I, get, I hand him the keys of that and I'm like, nah, I don't think this is the thing for me, you know? So um, I fucking, you know, I didn't really see anything that I, I liked. And uh, I remember I ended up picking a 90, I think it was like a 98 Grand Am. Uh, but I remember... Of course, back then, I didn't know shit about nothing, so the only reason I chose it is because it was an automatic, and I realized that I obviously wasn't fucking proficient enough to drive a stick shift car yet, and uh, I chose it because it was an automatic, 
and I think it had cold fucking AC, and I was like, yep, it's fucking hot out, I need AC, and I liked the color red, it was like this burgundy fucking color. So, uh, so the story goes, this is, uh, I come home, I drive this fucking car from Virginia all the way back up here to Delaware County, you know, to show off to my buddies and my family and my friends, and I'm driving around the neighborhood, this fucking 18-year-old moron, you know, showing off this fucking turd car, and, uh, you know, so I go to my dad's shop, and I'm telling my dad, instantly, I suddenly want to be a fucking uh, mechanic, and I'm, you know, back then, the fart can mufflers were, like, a big deal, like, I think this is probably, like, right as the Fast and the Furious movie, the first fucking one came out, you know, so, uh, I'm telling my dad that I'm going to buy this muffler and I'm going to soup it up and I'm going to put rims on it and I'm going to do all this stupid shit to it. And my dad's like, uh, dude, how much did you spend on this fucking car? You know? And, uh, you know, like back then I'm like, oh, I don't know. I, I, I literally didn't fucking know. I just signed papers and didn't pay attention to anything. So I had to pull out the fucking pink slip and hand it to my dad Lo and behold, I spent 12,000 fucking dollars while I financed uh, 12,000 fucking dollars for this car that probably wasn't even worth five, you know? And uh, so he's like, dude, my dad, was, my dad is like an evil fuck, you know? Like, I was like irritated because I'm thinking... You fucking asshole, you never told me any of this shit. I don't fucking know. So he's laughing in my fucking face about how much goddamn money I'm fucking financing this turd for. He looks underneath. It's leaking fucking oil. It's leaking trans fluid. It's, it's a fucking just... Dude, the GM cars in the fucking 90s were not fucking valuable cars. This is not some shit that you should go out of your way to fucking find and restore. So, um... So that was the first big laugh, is him literally, I remember my dad fucking laughing straight in my fucking face, and he's like, Jesus Christ, they fucking got you, man, they fucking raped your ass. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, thanks, Dad, thanks for laughing in my stupid fucking face. <laughs> so, if that wasn't bad enough, uh, I remember... I think it was either the next weekend. At that point, I was in Virginia. I'm going to school to learn how to be a, a fucking supply guy, which is a glorified UPS or FedEx worker. Anyway, so uh, I'm in school in Fort Lee, Virginia, and I was driving back every weekend. I remember the one weekend I drove back, and my buddy and uh, my sister were in the fucking car, and, dude, we're cooking down 291 from Eddystone back towards Tinicum, headed towards 420, uh, anybody that doesn't live in this fucking area, it doesn't really matter. This is the story. It's a two-lane fucking road, and then suddenly there's like a dog leg in it. And anybody from Delaware County fucking knows that as you come down over the bridge into Tinicum, there's this fucking dog leg, and all the hotels are on the left side. So it's got like this median strip. And uh, between, you know... What is it, the east and westbound lanes? I don't fucking know. Uh, so anyway, there's a median in between there. And 
there's like cutouts to go in so you can make a left and go into where like the hotel uh, fucking parking lots and bullshit is. So, dude, it was raining its fucking nuts off. I remember it was raining so fucking hard that uh, I could barely see out of the fucking windshield. Most likely me being the young dipshit kid that I, I was... Uh, I probably didn't even have the fucking defrosters on, so I'm driving around blind as a motherfucker. Anyway, dude, I thought that I turned at the little dog leg. It has this little wiggle in the fucking road. I thought I, I followed the wiggle on the road, and I didn't. I turned early, and I fucking jumped my grand dam at like 60 fucking miles an hour over the median, and fucking, we're airborne for like, I don't know, a fucking second or two. The car fucking bottoms out because it lands on the backside of the fucking median, scrapes the fucking shit out of everything underneath it there. I'm fucking panicking. Everybody in the car is laughing their fucking nuts off because, of course, this big fucking dummy that financed this car for way more than what it was fucking worth just fucking sent this bitch airborne. <laughs> My God. So, uh, yeah, so I freak the fuck out, and I uh, go back to my dad's garage, and I tell him the whole story, and he laughs in my fucking face again. <laughs> we be, we're a big fan of tough love in this fucking family. Listen, if you come around to my dad, or even at this point my house, and you give me some woeful story about shit ain't going your way, most likely I'm going to call you a fucking pussy and tell you to keep on fucking trucking, buddy. And, and that's just the way it always was in our family. I mean, it was harsh, but on the same token, it made us fucking tough. Um, anyway, so that was the story of my very first car, my Grand Am. Uh, I ended up getting stationed in Germany after that, so uh, I fucking voluntarily turned it back in. Voluntary uh, had it repoed, basically just turned it back in. They fucking raped me because they auctioned it off for like two grand or something and stuck me with the fucking remainder bill. You know, and then that was probably the beginning of me destroying my fucking finances. Because um, I'm pretty certain that I didn't pay that off. So, um, yeah, so that was that story. Um, what other notes do I got written here? About all the fucking hundreds of bars that I've gotten kicked out of. We could talk about that, but I don't really give a shit about that right now. Um, I got this fucking list of interesting people that I've met. Um, some of which I don't know if I'm going to talk about or not. <clears throat> Other guys are funny, funny guys. Francis. Francis from the shipyard. Oh, man, I fucking miss Francis. Francis was this... Uh, fucking little tiny Indian guy. He was he was Indian. And dude, he smoked about fucking six packs of cigarettes a day, which is fucking hysterical because they like stopped. They put a, a you know, a rule out at one point. They were like, "Yep, no more smoking in the shipyard. All you guys that smoke on your break, you got to run for the fucking front gate and go stand outside and suck them down real quick. And, uh, you know, 
then you got to run back to your fucking job and get working. And if you ain't back there on time, they're going to write your fucking ass up and you're going to get fucking fired. So, um, anyway, so fucking Francis, this dude is 70 fucking years old or older. I don't even know, dude. This fucking guy, you know, he remembers when fucking uh, Lincoln got shot, dude. This fucking guy's been around. So, uh, Francis started his career uh, career as a maritime engineer in fucking India. Funniest fucking guy I ever met in my life, dude. Uh, great stories. So, he told me that when he was, uh, you know, immigrating to America, he had all of his documents and proof of his uh, credentials to be a maritime engineer. And his plan was to come over here and sail on American vessels and, and do his job that he was trained in doing. Lo and behold, his fucking briefcase, as he tells it, flew the fuck open because he was on a boat on his way here, and all of his important fucking documents land in the fucking Atlantic Ocean, and they are now gone forever because when he came here in the fucking 50s, there was no such thing as the fucking internet to just pull it up on the iCloud. So, um... And this fucking guy is nuts. He used to, he would laugh about it. He would sit there and tell me, yeah, well, it's fucking gone now. <laughs> so, um, Francis, man, he had so many fucking good stories. I was hoping my buddy Ethan was going to come on here and we could talk about that, man. I want to call this fucking guy up and, and talk to him. I had just so many fucking great memories with this dude, man. He had fucking zero fucks to give. You know, the smoking thing was hysterical. He would smoke right in the shipyard. Fuck you, I'm doing this anyway. I don't care. Um, they had this fucking, uh, this South Korean kid that was interning with our team that we were working on down there. And uh, they had him working with Francis. So this young kid who speaks very little English is talking to Francis, who also speaks uh, pretty good English, but... You know, he was kind of a quiet guy, you know, like he was he was stern, but he was a quiet guy. And uh, at one point he's telling the kid, you know, Hong, I think the kid's name was Hong, I believe. He was telling Hong, you know, tighten the bolts on this. Uh, we were working on a diesel generator down in the fucking engine room of one of these ships. He's telling Hong to tighten the fucking bolts. And Hong is a he's a fucking student. He's a soft ass kid that's never tightened a fucking bolt ever in his life. And uh you know, so Hong's like, okay, okay, you know. <laughs> and I'm standing there watching this whole fucking thing. And I'm a gorilla, so I'm like, Francis, give me the fucking wrench. I'll tighten it up, you know. And he's like, no, 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 he needs to learn, you know. So um, fucking Francis is relentless. He's like hard on this fucking kid, you know. So he's telling him, yeah, yeah, tighter, tighter. You make it fucking tighter, you know. And Hong's like, okay, okay, you know. <laughs> so... um the kid had the fucking wrench. Anybody's not a mechanic, uh, let me explain this to you. So there's the open end of the wrench, and then there's the other side that has a little circle on it. That's called the box end. The box end is the side you're supposed to be tightening shit down on so you don't slip the fucking wrench off and hit yourself in the fucking face. So um, <clears throat> Hong's got the open end of the wrench on this fucking bolt that he's trying to tighten. And keep in mind, this is on a big diesel generator. See, these are big fucking bolts. And uh, he's, he's got both his little bony fucking arms, and he's over here, sh you know, shaking and trembling and shit, trying to get this fucking thing tight. 
and the fucking wrench almost slipped off twice, and I'm laughing and shit. I'm thinking, this fucking kid, he's going home with one less fucking tooth, man. This, this is not fucking... This ain't looking good, dude. We're going to need a medic real fucking soon. So, uh, anyway, Francis is breaking Hong's balls, you know. At this point, he's fucking yelling at him. It's not tight enough. Tighten it more. Tighten it more. And Hong, finally, after all of the bullshit, I mean, ten minutes of getting his balls broken by this tiny little old-ass fucking Indian man, finally stands up and grabs his balls, and he fucking just says, I am, I am, I am, I am, and freaks the fuck out. And uh, fucking Francis, the beast that he is, just stares at him and just goes, Hey, don't you fucking yell at me. (laughs) One of the greatest things I've ever seen in my fucking life. Hong is probably a foot and a half taller than this fucking guy and probably outweighs him by 30 or 40 fucking pounds. Instantly curled up into the littlest tiny fucking nugget of a ball sack that he possibly could. This fucking guy shriveled down like a limp dick instantly when this fucking guy yelled at him. Man, that was fucking great. Uh, you know, dude, just so many, so many different things, man. Like I, like I mentioned before, I love meeting people of different cultures, you know. Hong, the young intern kid, he was a nice guy. He had a, he had a different different approach on life. You know, he was very disciplined. He was a young, studious young man. He didn't know shit about, you know, grunt work, tightening bolts and pipe fitting and bullshit. Like my, my work that I do, my mechanical work, he didn't know nothing about that. That's why they stuck him with us. So he could fucking learn a little something while he's sitting at his desk. You know, he, he'll at least understand what the workers are dealing with. But, um, and then you got fucking Francis, you know, Francis, this little tiny blue collar guy from a third world nation who's, you know, even more of a gorilla than, than I am, you know, like, dude, he was a beast, you know, Francis would fucking just do it his own way, man. When he worked on shit, he was like, eh, fuck it, it's close enough, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the fucking good old days, man. I miss Francis. I fucking loved talking to him, man. He had great stories. So, uh, anyway, I hope he's out there. I hope he's doing all right. You know, uh, maybe one of these days I'll catch up with him. So, uh, what else do I got written down here? Uh, oh, hey, honey. Sit down and talk to me. What's going on? Yeah. So what are you doing? Hmm? Nothing. Genevieve is sleeping. (laughs) Anyway, I guess my wife's going to sit down and talk to me a little bit. What do you want to talk about, babe? What do you got in the mood? Hmm? Mm, I don't even know. You want to tell them how we met? Tell him how you how you met me. Mm-hmm. You hit on me. You I like, hit on you. Yeah, you were like, "Yo, <laughs> what's going on?" And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Chicks don't hit on me, man. What the fuck's happening right now?" Except apparently they do, and <laughs> you don't pick up the. Song. I don't even have no money, lady. Why are you bothering me, <laughs> man? I'm just on plenty of fish. 
<laughs> He's trying to catfish motherfuckers like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so what happened? Um. All right. So, yeah, man. So I was left swiping everybody. We didn't even do that <laughs> no, back we then, do we? We were before so. the Tinder crowd, yeah. you know? We were plenty of fishers, man. We yeah. just... Uh, I think it was like liked or not liked, right? It was something. There was some way to pass on people. Was there? And browse through. I think I so. don't know. I don't know either. I remember thinking, though... It's been so long. I, listen, I know you hate it when I say this, but I... Dude, I, I thought in the beginning that there was something wrong with you. Maybe you were retarded or a fat uh, girl. I don't yeah, know. you thought I was fat. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought there was something wrong. You either had 12 kids by <laughs> fucking 18 different dudes. You know, I didn't know what was wrong. There was something wrong. Dude, normal chicks aren't on Plenty of Fish. Normal, normal good, decent, wholesome Moral women are mm-hmm. on plenty of Except fucking Except they fish. are, and we're out there. You just yeah, gotta well, weed through the crazies. Yeah, well, apparently this is true. You know, apparently that's the case. Uh, so out there in the real world, let's uh, you know, let's let's tell them what happened. Okay. So we were talking. We I don't. So even think I messaged we, you first. Yeah, you messaged me because you had long hair. Oh, that's what it was. How you roped me in. Yeah, my barbarian look, you know. <laughs> Certainly, we're not going for the Brad Pitt look. We're going for more like the uh, dirty fucking Viking look. <laughs> Grease and blood all over my fucking face. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, in the beginning, I think that we didn't even talk on the phone, right? Mm-mm. We yeah, just we, messaged back and forth. just messaged. And then I eventually kind of just faded off. And then you ditched me. And then I ditched you, yeah. And then uh, me and the, the cousin, you mm-hmm. know, we went camping. And I remember telling that shithead not to post pictures of firearms on his fucking Facebook account because I'm a paranoid psycho and I think that the government's watching us. Mm-hmm. Which they are. They are. <laughs> and... uh you, that's when the conversation started again. Tell, yeah. me, tell me what you saw. What did you, how did that happen? Tell, tell me a funny how story. How am I going to explain that? All right, so I was friends with his cousin, whose name we're not going to say. Yeah. And it popped up on my timeline. <laughs> and I asked, what did I, I either, I think I asked which one was yours. Yeah, which gun is mine? Mm-hmm. To which I replied, because I'm so fucking funny. The biggest one there. <laughs> <laughs> I got the biggest gun. Baby, I got the big gun. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we started talking again. Which is a complete lie. That's how I get my women. I fucking lie to them. <laughs> Silver tongue devil. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, so. Uh, so then we talked on a. We text for a little while, and I think then we started talking on the phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. The first date was funny. Yeah. Yeah, the first date was a good one, man. The first date wasn't really a date. Yeah, so I I tried to Netflix and chill like a <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and you weren't having that shit. You thought I was a serial killer. You thought for sure I had a meat locker that I was preparing to put all your body parts in. Yeah, my friends definitely had your address. <laughs> 
<laughs> and your license plate number <laughs> and a picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, what what happened? So I invited you over because mm-hmm. I was a broke mf'er. Yeah, and well, you I were was going to doubles or overtime. Yeah. Or something. So I didn't have much money, so we agreed that I'll just cook you some dinner and you come over, and we'll hang out. Mm-hmm. Prior to this whole thing, though, if we're going to recall correctly, the two ladies that you used to work with, mm-hmm. snitching ass bitches. Yes, said you were a hoe for show. Yeah. They said, look, this guy, he ain't got the looks, but somehow he gets laid, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) And they told you that I was, that's my only intentions. My Mm -hmm. only intentions were to, you know, Mm -hmm. get down, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just trying to get in there, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So they fucking spoiled all the fun. So then uh, you called him out on it, and you told me. You were Mm -hmm. like, hey, they said this about you. And then what did I do? And you sat in the computer chair while I sat on the couch for the (laughs) entire night. (laughs) I'm going to prove these bitches wrong. (laughs) Until I told you you were allowed to sit next to me. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I basically snuggled your dog. Yeah. For half of the date. And that's why Morgan loves you to this day. She remembers those early days, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. She was like, I don't know why Dad's being so fucking weird right now, but I like you, Gab. (laughs) I like you. I'm surprised she's not in here right now, actually. Where the fuck is my dog? You know, it's their bedtime. Oh. Nine o'clock. Everybody's on the couch. Yeah. So... So that was our uh, early days. That's mm-hmm. that's how we all began. Yeah. Yeah. You being a good Catholic girl, you didn't want to live with me at first until we were married, which I was like, fuck that, man. I'm test driving this fucking car. Yeah. I'm not fucking just moving in with a crazy. <laughs> we're going to get married. We're going to do the whole big old Catholic wedding thing and then move in that night. You out of your fucking mm-hmm. mind, lady. But you had a limit. I'm a heathen. There was a time limit. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You did lay the, you in. did lay the law down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agreed to move in, but yeah, we had you didn't a time want to be limit. engaged for like forty years. Mm-mm, no, we weren't doing that. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you know, I tried. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, man. So that was the early days. So uh, we moved in, mm-hmm. and we got married. You fucked up. You were late to the church by like I don't know five and a half hours. I or didn't something. fuck up, and it was only. <laughs> It was only an you hour were out and there a half. playing Crash Derby in your fucking car. Oh my goodness! What happened? Who who did that? It was a disaster. Oh, that was that was one of your siblings. We mm-hmm. won't. She caused you to be late. Yeah. Oh. The day of. Yeah. For all those ladies getting married, have a time schedule, and tell your people to stick to it because they came to get their makeup done late. We were late leaving, and then a car broke down. So, this this person have a plan. This person's getting married soon, aren't they? Yeah. I feel like payback's a motherfucker, right? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what time you want to go to that? It's that, all right. It gave us a story to tell. Yeah. That fucking horrible ass DJ. Mm-mm. That yeah. fucking guy. Mm. <sighs> He played music. And don't hire friends. Yeah, he played music for a funeral, didn't he? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Do not Uh, hire friends. 
Ah, whatever. It was a good time, man. Everybody had a good time. All we had to do was say, mm. I do. And we did, baby. Nailed we it. did. Fucking mm-hmm. nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. As the old saying goes, mm-hmm. winning. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback to Charlie Sheen era. <sighs> what else? We got a fucking baby, dude. Yeah. We got a little tiny fucking human that depends on us. We got to keep her alive for the next five years. For the next five years. After yeah. that, you're on your own. After she can make <laughs> cereal by herself. Once she I can make cereal and not spill the fucking milk, mm-hmm. I think you're all right, She's kid. She's on her own. I think you're all right. Just another hand to feed the dogs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everything else, everything else really ain't that hard. I mean... If she doesn't tie her shoes correctly, eh, fuck Velcro. it. You know, Yeah, you'll get it. You'll, yeah. get, you'll eventually figure it out. Yeah. You just lace that shit around your leg or something. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Wrap it up. It'll, it'll get right. Tuck it in your shoe. It's not it's a big cool deal. It's cool anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the shitting thing, I mean, she'll eventually figure that out too. When By that, five, she should be having that under control. I mean, let's hope. Let's hope. Uh, Either that or she's going to have turds rolling down her fucking five, leg. By five, she's going to have that under control. If she's got shit running down her legs... This is the plus sign of this. We don't have to worry about boyfriends. <laughs> okay, that's true. See? Although she's already been um, engaged to someone. That's oh, already done. Oh, yeah. Dave yeah. Toast, kid. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Handsome fucking young lad. Yeah. Raise him well, Dave. <laughs> Raise him well. I don't have to... You Don't make me have the talk with this fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll post a video... Uh, after he hears this, <laughs> saying, some, saying some smart ass shit, wearing a fucking motorcycle helmet, shaking his head all around. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a good life, don't we, love? We do. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you encourage my stupidness, sitting here doing all this goofy shit. Yeah. Why do you cool. do that, man? Why do you do that? Because you encourage my dog grooming addiction. Yeah, I bitch at you first though. What you happens? Do. What's, so if you so can what's get the, over that? That'll yeah, be great. what's what's the normal routine? You come home, you go, "Hey babe, uh on this date I want to go do a dog show." And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Money, <laughs> time. I got to be responsible now. I don't want to do this. This fucking sucks." Mm-hmm. Accurate, accurate. And then I hang up. Mhm. And then you're pissed off at me. Mhm. And then about a half an hour later, I call back. And I apologize. Yeah. And then we somehow find that money. <laughs> we somehow figure it out. Yeah. Yep. In fact, we don't even just find that money. Mm-hmm. I literally just go looking at our account, and I'm like, dude, we got that. That's not a big deal. Why are you being such a fucking dickhead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of times I have these internal monologues in my head where I'm like, hey, asshole, that was too much. That was too much. You don't have to do that. How come that doesn't come before you say the yeah, things that you said? Yeah, because I'm very uh, that because I'm just I just I just fucking vomit. Oh, okay. I just vomit words Great. out. Okay. Yeah, it, it, dude. There's no happy medium though. I'm either gonna lie to you or I'm just gonna just say, "This is what's in my head right now." I'm just gonna fucking vomit all out. <laughs> you know. So I don't know what. To, there's no happy medium. I'm sorry. There's no. You know. Uh, all right. How can I word this better so that my wife doesn't get pissed off at me? I don't have that function. Why? Where is the little guy that says, no, 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 that's a bad idea, that's a bad idea? That little guy 
stands there and he's like, oh shit, this is going to be big. <laughs> <laughs> you need a Mayday guy. And then after that, after all said and done, the little guy is the one whispering to me. He's like, hey, dummy, you fucked up. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have done that. And I always say the same thing to him. Dude, where the fuck were you 10 minutes ago when I was saying all this stupid shit to my wife, giving her a hard time about we're trying to be responsible as I'm buying another fucking G-Body Malibu to go put a, build a race car out of. And, mm-hmm. you know, while I'm doing my shit, mm-hmm. spending money on fucking dumb things. Awesome dumb things. <laughs> And you're over here pursuing your dream of being a fucking master groomer. And I'm over here, like, pissing on it. Just fucking pissing all over it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, we don't have the money for that. Dude, we got the money for that. I talked to the guy. The guy said we had the money for that. Okay. I talked to him. He said it was cool. Anyway. All right, sweetie. I don't even know. I think we're all done here. I'm fucking tired. Can we go to bed, babe? Can we snuggle? We can definitely go to bed. I want to snuggle. Okay. Snuggle knuckles. Snuggles. <laughs> okay. Snuggly. <laughs> Get snuggly. All right there, you creepos. Stop fucking listening to me and my wife. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs>